Hey guys, welcome to Journey Podcast. I'm your host Smita Kanturi. You're going to hear a new segment in Journey Podcast as Coach It Forward. Hope you guys enjoy. Hello everybody. I have Florence Leonardo with me today. She's a confidence coach for women and a spiritual guide. Thank you for being here. Welcome to the show, Flo. Hello, Smita. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Please go ahead and explain us like the first question I wanted to ask confidence coach for women why only for women why only for women yeah right it's like every, we can all use confidence from a child even if they're still trying to figure it out or someone who's grown person man and women but as i'm learning in the niche niche of of coaching it's a lot easier to speak to a specific group of people it's, it's as, as opposed to yelling to everyone but if you call just like hey it's you smitha i'm talking to then it's like there's it's easier to build that connection so women for sure is who i want to build that connection with being a woman it is easy do you think or like yeah is there any specific reason only for women so as far as confidence i per my experience in some women i feel that women have sh- struggle with confidence so much more than men although that's not something i can clarify for sure but just for per observation it just seems like women kind of struggle and battle with insecurities more than men before we get into what exactly your work is on and so forth would you mind please explaining like what your story is why did you start this kind of a work oh let's go deep let's start there <laughs> well i'm yeah so i'm i'm going to be 40 this year and i would say i'm getting emotional already i would say for for at least the first 3 decades of my life i've struggled oh struggled with insecurities and low self-esteem to a point that even though I wasn't conscious it was insecurity and self-esteem that I was struggling with it was my self-esteem and insecurities were so bad that I've experienced depression and also to a place where I'm like suicidal about my life like I just did not want to leave live and I was I was the first one to self reject myself because I just I would look in the mirror and I would not find myself beautiful I would not find anything worthy of admiration I do not see myself as lovable I have accepted that if so and so leaves me or I don't have friends it's because I'm not worthy to have those connections. So definitely someone who is now coaching women on confidence is someone who has battled with insecurities and and low self-esteem like most of my life. And I would say probably just in the last decade is when I actually am having more awareness about how to be confident where does that start is it something that i have to consciously have to talk myself through is this something that can be more of an easy flow where i'm not i can just set up here like right now i'm talking to you and i'm not thinking about i got to be confident i got to know what to say like no i'm just i'm confident in myself i'm comfortable here and and i can flow from my heart 
when you were mentioning like yeah for three decades you were suffering with that so when you say that timeline i am sure it is it has started in childhood were there any reasons that it started at the time like i mean what could be that how how did you come out or did you talk to your parents about it any time yeah so i am born 100% filipina so in growing up in the philippines it feelings is not something i experienced that we talk about in my family i don't know if it's just the culture of my family you're raising your hand but me, i don't know if it's just the culture of my family the bunch of philippines or asia or it's it's actually yeah actually i was saying i don't know if it's just the culture of my family or it's the asian culture that we don't talk about feelings so i've learned to suppress them and then my parents were not were not married they weren't married and at six years old they sep at when i was six years old they separated and at that time i wasn't conscious that i was internalizing all of these experiences as, as if it was my fault and i was i did not realize that subconsciously i am creating going back to self-projecting myself and creating this narrative and story that it's my fault i'm not good enough and that's continually adding on to the insecurities and low self-esteem only in the last 10 years as i've shared with you is that i started learning about tra childhood trauma and and healing those childhood wounds that i look back and i and i realize now that oh yeah i i was I was telling myself that it was my fault when it's not my fault. So I've had to like undo a lot of stuff from childhood and from time to time there are still certain subconscious belief that shows up, but I'm I'm able now to identify those voices like oh that's that's my dad's voice and I sounded like me now. That's my mom's voice and it's that's not me. What's your truth, Florence? I am good. I am lovable. I I am beautiful. I'm worthy. So, yeah. <laughs> Family stuff is where it started. It it definitely definitely took like a long time for sure for somebody like us, I have to say, who doesn't have this and where it started very young. It takes a lot of time, energy. How was that journey for you? Like the healing journey once you realized it's not your fault? that is a big thing to realize that and from there actually to work to a point to be like this today to be standing like so confident say like hey it's not my mistake and this is what i am this is what my truth is how was that journey like where did you start and how was that for you i i was 29 <laughs> i'm getting emotional you can see like my i have even now I'm still healing. I'm so sensitive to my own energy now that I know when healing is happening. I did not expect to sit here and feel this, but I'm grateful because I'm having release. I'm so much more confident and comfortable about my story now, but I still am healing to this day. So the journey of healing, it started to me that I can remember at 29 years old after a seven year relationship has ended, I felt so lost. I'm like, oh my gosh, who am I? I really, I, it sounds cliche, but I really did hit rock bottom because I have placed all of my trust and my 
any confidence that I may know on this person. And after seven years, they finally broke up with me and did not want to be with me. And the last memory that I remember is that they said they wanted to, they wanted to find someone that's perfect for them. And, and I'm just not it. <laughs> I'm just not it. And I really thought that I was going to marry them. So I began the path of like, I was really aware that I'm seeking. I want something. I'm not sure what it is, but I want something. I feel empty. I feel like I'm not good enough. I was still suicidal that time, but I was so scared to die that it's always just being at the edge of the ledge, at the edge of the ledge. Is that, yeah, but never really jumping. Like, I don't know if I can jump, but I want to. And the path in my seeking, the path that made sense to me that I felt I could take or walk upon to, to experience healing is the path of religion. Now in the Philippines, I grew up as Catholic and all of that, but wasn't really aware. I go back to the word awareness because that has begun really my journey of relationship with myself. The more I become aware that I'm going for this, why Anyway, so like religion has been my path and Christianity where I was conscious I'm going to church. I'm going to know about Jesus. And that's what I started going after. But so as I did that, probably for a good seven, eight years, being really like I received so much healing. I started knowing about myself. I've there's so much chaos prior to it that when I found that path, when I walk on that path, I, I understand now why I was so attracted to it because it, it just really brought such order into my life. And I feel that religion, that's what it does. It gives you a certain structured path to where there, for sure you're going to see outcome. Now, I would have to say, just to finish this story of the path that I've taken, I don't identify as a Christian anymore. And because I've gone to a place after seven and eight years where people would say, Christian people would say that you're only seven, eight years Christian, but you're doing this and all of this stuff. But still, I felt so, I still felt empty. There's still something that feels like that's not the end of my stuff. And so 2020 is when I told myself, what did I learn in Christianity? I learned that God is love. Okay, God, if you're love, I'm going to go outside of this house, outside of the church, and I'm going to feel love there. I'm going to find love because you're not in, in the building, right? You're everywhere. And I'm telling you, talking about, I've, I've had so much healing, seven, eight years, and I felt so traumatized that I feel like I could not leave. I was so scared not to go to church on Sunday. I was scared not to do what I've learned to do for seven, eight years. It seems like I go back to when I was 29, I was experiencing that like everything was crumbling, but I trusted and I continue to meditate. God is love. God is love. God is love. God is everywhere. There, I can go to a bar and God's going to be there. And sure enough, I began on the path that is authentic for myself. I know we're talking about healing, but all of this is part of healing. I feel like every day and all that I am doing, just like I was sitting here and I was experiencing healing, healing is everywhere. Healing is always present. God indeed is love and therefore healing 
is always here when you are connecting to love. So now I do, as I kind of close this part of healing, now I, I am walking on my authentic path. And what that looks like is me trusting one step at a time where I feel like if I'm exploring something, if I'm professing something, if I'm convicted about something, it's truly my truth. And even if I'm the only one in the world that's holding on to that truth, I am at peace with that because I am exploring what's authentic for me. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. In your uh, speaker sheet, I believe so, I have read something like homecoming to self. What does that mean? Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> yeah, it's it, 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 it's that. I mean, as I completed that that story about the healing, it, it is I'm home to me. And when I think when I think when I use that word homecoming, like here at my home, when I walk into my door, there's just a sense of nothing matters but to rest, but to be present here. I, I'm, I'm home. There's not, I'm not performing. I'm not, I'm not striving. I'm, I'm, I'm just here. I, socks off, shoes off, feet on the coffee table. I'm home. I'm rested. And I'm looking on my bed right now. Like it's that, it's that it's been a long day, but I'm home. And so I say that to myself when I feel doubting and confused of whatever is going on there. Like I, I just tune in. I mean, I, I don't have to put my hand here on my chest, but I do feel into myself. And when I feel at peace, when nothing matters right now, and I don't need to figure anything out to me, that's home. I'm, I'm home and I'm just going to be here right now. I'm home with you. In that Cause I, I've lived a life where twice already that I can consciously remember where I felt empty. I was in a relationship. After that, I felt empty. I followed a, a, part, a, a set of religion that really, I, I, I do accredit what all that has happened in seven, eight years. I feel like I've grown and it's like, I feel like God is saying, you can step out now. <laughs> you got this. But now it's like, like, I, like I'm, I'm home. I don't have to follow a set of rules or, or belief or anything. As long as I believe in myself in some way, there is the aspect of religion. My religion right now is myself. I believe in me. That's homecoming to me. In, in the same context, self-awareness, how do you, what is self-awareness in your words and how somebody can be aware of themselves? Yeah. Oh gosh. That. As we always hear self-awareness, self-love, self-esteem, these words are like very common that we hear in different contexts from different people. But that actual definition or like the actual meaning can be seen only with few people. I mean, it, it's not like a wrong context that other people use, but for different reasons. So being a confidence coach, what exactly those things are for you and how do you explain for me if let's say I don't have self-awareness or like I don't know what self-love is how do you explain that to me like yeah what those things are how can I achieve those oh wonderful question to me self-awareness is the door to having that relationship with yourself and in that relationship 
love is not something I want to be loved, but it blossoms. It's not something you effort. It grows. So I open the door into my home. I come home. I open the door. The door is self-awareness. And I'm tuning in. I'm paying attention to how I'm thinking without having to correct it. I mean, you and I at least have been to one really intimate relationship, right? <laughs> so let's just, it's, it's that. It's like, at least for me, more and more I'm realizing that I don't prefer a partner. I'm currently single. I don't prefer a partner who tells me, don't think that way. Stop being depressed. Like, are you serious? Get out get out. No, I want a partner who's, who says like, um, if I, if I'm sad, he's going to sit with me. He's going to embrace me. That is love. That is not me trying to tell him to love me. That is not him telling me I'm going to love you. Like that's love right there. So self-awareness is the door, a beginning to a relationship with you where you're simply going to observe how you think, how you talk without telling you not to talk that way, not to think that way, to just compassionate witness. I'm just going to witness you, Florence. Oh, I realized you did not like when somebody talked to you that way. Okay. Oh, I realized that you were triggered when this person did this. Okay. And, and no judgment to self. That is love it's overflowing it's it's just naturally i look at myself in the mirror now with or without makeup and i'm like you're beautiful because i'm in love with myself i'm in love with myself because i've learned to just witness myself and allow me my heart to to fall in love with this beautiful woman that i look at the mirror that i wake up every day and i go to sleep with every day so now Yes, I'm yearning for a partner. I really am. Like, how many nights do I need to sleep by myself? But I'm so in love with me. And I have this such great intimacy with myself that nobody is going to get in between my relationship with myself who doesn't come in in love and compassion. Like, I know what love and compassion feels like because I, I give that to myself. So I, I, yes, I'm holding space for both, both my desire to be in partnership, as well as I'm holding space, knowing that no, no one, I, no one gets to treat me anything less than the way I treat myself. I love myself and I, I can, it's like my mirror. It's my mirror against somebody who comes in and doesn't hold space for me, doesn't hear me out, like doesn't have emotional intelligence. No way. <laughs> no way. But at the same time, like I said, I'm yearning. I know I want a partner. I want to experience life and share life with a partner in intimacy. <laughs> yes. In relationships, it, it never really like works in the way like, okay, my uh, interest should be yours or something like that. There will be always like a compromising point at times. And some of the points where you might not feel like, yeah, it, it is the point that you can compromise. I'll give you an example. Let's say, for example, you wanted to go out with your friends on whatever the time that you have. The other person is waiting for you. This is like a simple, basic uh, scenario that happens with every relationship. So I'm just picking that up. Even I'm single, so I don't have any uh, reservations for this. I heard this from a lot of people like, Okay, I wanted to go out with a bunch of friends and so on so date, uh, but the partner comes in and says like, hey, I, I thought like we would go out. 
is that really necessary for you to go out with friends? It's it's him or like it's partner versus the other friends you had to pick. If you are picking your friends and leaving, the partner is so, it's not like insecure, but like so upset and it goes in different directions of unnecessary talk. Like he, you're not giving me importance in your life or like, yeah, you're choosing yourself all the time. It's, it's everything about you. It has to be only about you in this relationship. I don't find myself anywhere around you. In such kind of scenarios, like, yeah, being in a position to coach, how do you tell anybody to balance out that scenario or like how to deal with that kind of, what kind of a words that you use to come out of that scenario? As I said, like, it has to be a compromise at some point with one other thing. It doesn't mean it's not like it's always going to be my words it's always going to be the partner words it has to be in, in between all the time so how, how do you say that mm, yeah so I it's like I a basic scenario for it, but <laughs> yeah so I mean I'm not a relationship coach so that oh, but yeah. I, I am definitely willing to like I, I step up in that if if I feel truly if I feel intuitively led and and I have some insight because I feel like when it comes to relationship the two of you definitely should be the one talking but I don't believe in compromise <laughs> I don't believe in compromise and even on my dating profile I I specifically says I'm looking for a match not compromise compromise to me just the word alone we can either look at look up a dictionary or or what but the general meaning of compromise is something less less than or something that is not the best so compromise, as much as it appears like, oh, we're having an agreement, both of you still are not experiencing your best. And that yes. can build up, yes. especially because I, I, I read energy and I do energy work. So to me, it's like, if we're not a match, we might as well not explore. That's why I feel that it's important to really know what you prefer before you get into a relationship but obviously there are people who are already in a relationship and and they just are very committed to that that's admirable but also at the same time you can continue to experience this feeling of oh i just this is not what i want this is not what i want this is not what i want but you're still there so you mentioned the word balance i feel that as long as you're staying, it goes back to authenticity. As long as you're staying true to yourself, it makes you feel happy to please your partner. That's your truth. But if you're pleasing your partner at the same time, you, you can just feel like your energy changes and you're like, that. I don't really want to do that. What is true then? I mean, you just really, authenticity we, it seems like uh, it seems like a hashtag, but really authenticity is staying true to you, regardless of it, it may appear I'm pleasing my partner, but what's true to me is it makes me happy to do that. Okay, then that's my truth. But if 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 I'm saying that no, I cannot do that, yes. and it makes me happy to stay true to it, to say no to it, I, I really have to stand my ground. Even if he, he or she is going to get upset, I have to get to a place where I'm confident about my, my truth and know that I'm at the end of the day, I'm going to end up only connecting with people that truly resonate with me. And I won't have to be in those dynamics that where we're either push and pull. I've experienced a lot of those push and pull, like you're one minute, you're warm and then you're cold. Like that's just a lot of energy. <laughs> 
but that was beautifully put it's it's not though i used the compromise word it's like a give and take where you are feeling like yeah you're you're having that happiness though you are giving it away yeah as long as as long as it makes you happy to see them happy and that's your truth then that's good yeah absolutely absolutely and you i think in your sheet i read uh, something like flow state self mastery yeah. what does that mean yes thank you for asking so i think some of the things that you you and i felt very invited with you is like you know if you if you're flowing just go and a simple term that is flow where it's like i'm not thinking about it and i'm just like and, and you definitely need space to be able to flow meaning like either an agreement between the two of you, like you said earlier, I felt very invited that, oh gosh, I can really just not be up here and just go with how my energy is flowing. But when, to me, what I've learned in myself and then observation is that, and others is that self-mastery is that the ability to really be authentic to your true nature and feelings, the ability to express yourself Hmm. confidently and then express yourself around people and to be able to the ability to emotionally be intelligent to hold capacity like some people cannot receive your truth and to not shrink from that and just be let them let people feel what they feel and not feel like you have to change you just to please someone yeah. self-mastery it always goes back to to you, like you're going back to my language, you're home in yourself, you know how to express yourself, you you know how to hold capacity when somebody else is expressing themselves, like really being confident and authentic in who you are. So I coach not just on confidence, but on authentic self-expression, because I, I feel like confidence is more like a manifestation, like the outfit. You know, it's like a lot of times people think that if I put on the outfit first, if I be confident first, then I'm going to show up confidently or something like that. But to me, I feel that the more you are confident, the more you are self-expressed, unapologetic, unapologetically being you, confidence, it really, it's, it's a byproduct. It just shows up without having to think about like, I'm going to be confident. This is how I be confident. If I talk this way, if I dress a certain way, I'll be confident. Those are all outward manifestation. I feel <laughs> there's so many different ways yeah. to, to approach this topic. Yeah. 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 Let's just say, uh, before even asking the question, I kind of like know half of the answer, but yeah, it's like, <laughs> if you are starting to if somebody comes to you for help, where did you start is where they are in their stage or like in, in their life, which is understandable. But let's just say I am struggling with a lot of things. Like I don't have self-love, like whatever. How do you start working with me? Or like, where do you start working with me? Yeah. So how, how do I wear this whole little bit? Let me just tune in. So I don't, I used to think that I want to help everybody. And now I'm realizing that there is a specific kind of like with dating. There's all, I, I don't, I don't want to date every man out there. Okay. And I feel that 
And I even add this on my profile. Everyone is good enough for one date, one date, but I don't even want to put my energy and attention on just one date. Like I, I'm, I'm intuitive. So it's like at the, at the meeting, if we're not a match where one of us is not, I, I believe in service to both, not just one person, even though I say I'm a coach, I don't believe I'm the only one serving. I believe that it, yes. it has to be an energetic match. So that's a long, long intro to how I start helping people. I pre-qualify who I help because that allows me to test if we're an energetic match. It may not be right now, but maybe later on we would be a match. So I pre-qualify people by people. I pre-qualify women by letting them take a 22-day intimacy engagement. And this is for 22 days, you are going on a date, if you will, being intimately engaged with yourself. And from that 22 days, when we talk on this 22nd day, you're either going to say, I, I, I don't like the way that you lead to that 22 days, because that's without me. You're just, I have a, a, a way that I lead you for 22 days. And that's great, because not everyone's going to be a match to me. Or after 22 days of experiencing me through that, I have, I have videos recorded to walk you through it. And you say, I resonate with you. Definitely. I like your language and the way you perceive things. And from that place, then we can explore coaching because I don't believe that just because somebody says I want to be coach, it doesn't necessarily mean they are my match though. I, I don't want compromise. I want match. I, I believe in a reciprocated, you did mention the give and take, but yeah, I believe that not only are you being served, I show up. I have a lot of energy. I show up. So if I show up, I believe that I'm also going to get served because we resonate. <laughs> yes. That is so true. I mean, yeah, you have to have the frequency match. It's just not like, yeah, I mean, I, I need a confidence coach and I'm going to get somebody who's, you might be like excellent at your job, but you might not be the exact match for me. Yeah. Matching is important. And I have experience working with somebody who were, it's not on them. It's just that because before it's like, I want to help everybody. Kind of like you asked me in the beginning, why women before I'm like anyone, but anyone is not in my match. <laughs> and I feel like we experience our best. We, we get, uh, we get more out of the investment when truly there is matching intention, matching energy, and then matching emotional capacity <laughs> I would say yeah otherwise that balance being you're talking about balance it's gonna hang low on one and it's gonna be a lot of weight on one person it's just it's not a good outcome <laughs> from my experience whatever the cases that you have took I'm, I'm I shouldn't be saying cases but yeah to whomever you have coached so far I'm, I'm pretty sure like everything was like so satisfactory to you because end of the day, you are giving their solutions for them. You're letting them choose what they can do or with the confidence that you're building to them. Having that said, was there any specific case that you are like overly satisfied or like overwhelmed with uh, the results that you got from the other person? Yeah, my satisfaction, I, I, like whether I call, Oh, sure, I did it. My satisfaction all the time is 
when someone starts professing their love for themselves, like this, this romance within oneself, like, I mean, you, we brag about maybe, I don't know if you've experienced, but I've experienced it where I brag about the person I was with. I'm like, look, everyone taking picture <laughs> with this relationship and, and talking about like, so, you know, he, he got me this and he did this for me. Like that kind of romantic relationship within oneself, when someone starts talking about how much they love themselves and how beautiful they see, like to me, that, that fires me up. I'm like, let me sign up. Let me work with you. To me, it's that. So this 22 days intimacy engagement, it is that, that at the end of 22 days, not only do you resonate with me, out of your words coming out of your mouth is, is gentleness and kindness and compassion to you. I, 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 I'm a match to you. I definitely want to work with that because I, I cannot let you see something you don't see in yourselves. So I am not telling you anything more. I'm guiding you. To me, that's how I coach is like, let me help you. Let me help guide you in this relationship with yourself. I know I said earlier, I'm not a relationship coach, but it's kind of like that. It's yeah. kind of like me coaching you in, in a few, in some things that maybe you're not unclear of within yourself. So that is showing up in maybe insecurity and all that stuff. But yeah, to me, it's that it's, it's the more the, when I hear and I can feel like I'm so sensitive to energy. I can feel when somebody genuinely love themselves it doesn't mean that they don't doubt it doesn't mean that they don't get insecure those are human experiences i don't think you can void out of that but it's the ability to be compassionate to yourself to not be judgmental to, to not be analytical i can hear that in someone's voice and and body language why because i was that <laughs> i was the most judgmental self-rejecting of myself truly did not believe in me and hating myself like I was all of that so yeah so true and when you are actually doing this work or like just start talking to me for example like you, you just started with me knowing or understanding at the place where I am uh, we already established like we, we have that good frequency we are a good match in your words and we are about to start work but however you understood like there is a lot of work that I have to put in. I'm, I mean, while you're coaching to me, I might not be at a place like, okay, I can just take whatever you are saying and I can just move on. It's not like a couple of times thing or like even a couple of months kind of a thing. But if you understood, like I have to put in a lot of work to where I have to reach to, to what my goal is, how do you guide them? Sometimes it is like, okay, if I feel like I don't want to spend so much of time for this or like I don't have that kind of money, whatever that reasons are, I'm just like throwing it out. How do you actually explain me to understand I have to do this journey to reach where I wanted to reach? It's not going to be like one-time thing, two-time things or something like that. It has to be the work that I have to put in and it will take time to heal that. If I'm not interested to hear that time, time frame or the work that I have to put in, but I want the results. How do you tell that to me? Like, hey, you you need to work this. It's not going to be like just on like that or any of it because it took like three decades to you. The same thing with me. It's it's not going to be like an overnight thing for anybody. So how, how do you say to them like, hey, you need to understand where you are standing. So this is going to be your journey. Yeah. So that sounds like I can feel my body reacted to that. That sounds a lot of effort. So I, that's why 
match to me is like that the whole 22 days that 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 takes care of that because at the okay. end of 22 days if you feel like you cannot show up for you like 22 days you're so showing up for you like you are really pursuing yourself gotcha. the 22 days has three different different I don't want to use the word level that's not what I'm looking for but there's like three different Categories. areas you can focus on you can focus on friendship with yourself you can focus on courtship or you can focus on romance with yourself so when you focus on romance you're doing all three you're doing the friendship and the courtship there's work in 22 days okay. because because kind of like if I'm if you're kind of like if you're a male and you are courting a female you're putting in work so for 22 days it is taking care of all of that work at the end of 22 days if you are not whatever it takes I'm all for me that's not that's not my match like I said because I don't believe in I having to convince you I, I'm not going to convince you on your worth I'm not going to convince you on how great you are how lovable you are I'm not going to convince you in that that's not my job my job as a support as a coach is to really come alongside you, you already knowing what you want. So my coaching is not a program. My, my, the only program that I offer is on that 22 days, meaning program to me is like everybody's taking the same thing. And even in the 22 days, it's the same in the sense of 22 days of focusing on you. But as far as the result, it's different for everyone. So once I come into coach, it's, it's, it's a lot, a lot, it's a lot like me holding space and you're sharing your stuff and just listening in for things that maybe you are, you're not hearing and missing out. And then not telling you, you're not hearing this, but more like, what do you think about this? Allowing you really to own your stuff, to really come back to yourself, going back to, and going back to really you after coaching with me, you are going to come out the most confident you've ever been because I'm not, you, you can't say I'm confident because of Florence. You're going to say I'm confident because I came home to myself. So I, I don't need you to, to profess in your mouth, out of your mouth, my name. <laughs> I am there really as a strong hold energetic presence because I've done it for myself. I am willing. And that 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 is investment so if yes i am having an exchange of money but your the investment is on you and i'm being there as a support to you as you put, put an investment and i'm holding in some way you're paying for my energy <laughs> yes i'm I, i'm there as a support holding space for you there's a lot because like i said i earlier you you asked me about um either how to introduce me or something like that i i don't do anything that doesn't have spirituality in it so yes i am a confidence confidence coach but a lot of my work and the experience of me is energetics so <laughs> I don't know how did if I help me did I explain that in, in a way that makes sense? Yeah, I said that that's beautifully put. I really like that. Yeah. I I believe when we started this call before recording, I believe so. You were mentioning that you do meditate and things like that. Is that the only way of you 
getting unwind or is there anything else that you do to unwind yourself after a long day of work or like you're hearing too many stories like this so what what do you exactly do yeah it's so funny so I because I have YouTube and I and I post teaching there and stuff I can teach and help create a meditation but to be honest I'm not someone who would sit somewhere for for minutes and just not move <laughs> I honestly that's not how I meditate but this is the thing it's like we all perceive things differently and and everything is valid so I believe that all day I'm constantly meditating and and meditation to me is is being aware of something and not necessarily reacting to it so I'm a, my self-awareness, once again, I'm very aware of a slight move shift in my energy and how my body is either reacting in front of a person or not tuning into that. To me, that's meditation. I'm constantly in meditation. There, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that all of a sudden I feel fearful. What's around me? What's going on? Is this me or is this someone approaching who is carrying fear? Like I'm so aware to that. That is meditation to me, but you asked the, 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 you asked about the unwind because people are sharing their love and I, I am, I am experiencing their energy. I do embody people's feelings, especially if I'm coaching. So the simplest way for me to unwind is I put up my, 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 um, eye mask, I put on earplugs and I just lay in bed. I just lay in bed because the bot, I trust the intelligence of my body. And I would talk to my body. I would say, thank you that you're going to take care of me and you're going to heal. So when my energy is only to myself, simply by closing my eyes, I'm already telling my energy, we are healing. I just trust it to restore me, rejuvenate me, do whatever it needs. I, I may sleep is on my schedule. I don't do anything that's really late because uh, sleep is a priority to me. So sleep and rest and trusting that my body is going to heal. That's how I unwind. But I do love the nature. Like right now it's, it's summer now in a uh, summer. The sun is shining in Chicago. It's winter time. And I, I would go away in the nature and I love I love trail and places. There's one here that's like a secret. I feel like nobody knows this place. Is this just for me? So I would... I, I would get away when there's not a lot of people. I mean, because I'm so sensitive to energy. So I, I just want to be with me and mother earth and that's it. I get emotional just talking about that. Yeah. That's nice. What is, <laughs> what, what is success in your words? Uh -huh. Success. Yes. Success. Right. Yes. Great question. Right. So for me, it all ties into my practice. It all goes back to, when I'm attending to myself, when I, when I'm not ignoring how I feel, when I'm ignoring, not ignoring how my energy wants to be expressed, I feel successful in that. I, I like, there's been many times as well as there's been many nights <laughs> where I've been lonely, but felt lonely, but there's been many nights as well where I lay down and I literally feel like I, this could really be the end of my life and I feel so fulfilled and if I I'm getting emotional oh my gosh 
like when I say that, like I'm getting emotional, I'm so aware. But when I say that, it's I feel like it's me saying, you see me, you see me. That's my relationship with myself. So those nights where I feel like this could be the end of my life and I feel fulfilled, I when I reflect, I realize that throughout that day, I was really present to myself. My my Myself, my energy wanted to write and I would write. My energy wants to dance and I dance. My energy actually wants to go to the nature and I go where I'm following how my energy is moving. And that feels fulfilling to me. But of course, like I said earlier, there are nights when I feel frustrated and I'm feeling my humanity who feels lonely <laughs> wants somebody next to me. Like all of that, all of not one expression or one experience is better than the other. All of this makes up me and that makes me feel successful that I'm present to all of my experiences. Okay, thank you for tuning in and you can find me on all the socials at Smitha Gunturi and the show notes for any resources mentioned. See you next week. Take care.